You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. to play for brought to you by joe and coral with me lindsay hipgrave and you joe cole joel the sun shining back-to-back football oh, you enjoying great. yourself it's, it's great Lindsay. Where, where'd you watch the game the england game well you want to see my setup at home i've got sorted now i've got a tally outside shameless like a, yeah <laughs> like shameless that's probably what the neighbors say i've got an, an inflatable spa which is actually just a, a big paddle pool for, for adults but i'm calling it an inflatable spa because it sounds better tv outside i've I've just been loving it. I've Ra- only missed one game. Round to the hip graves and, for and the football. And that was Austria-North Macedonia. Yeah, that's a good one to miss. Where have you been watching it all? Um, where have I been watching it? I've been been in the house, kids round, England-Scotland game. We had, right, my little, my little boy's best mate's called Hamish, right? And he's half English, half Scottish, but he's aired on the, the English side of his parents. So I said to him, he's the only fella called Hamish who was supported in England <laughs> and not Scotland this week. So just has all the kids around watching it. But it's been Have brilliant. you had to turn him or is he supporting England No, no, he's, he's full-blown England. Like, he's, he's Scottish. I think it's his, his, his mum's Scottish descendants. He's got family up there. But, um, yeah, the only ha- fella called Hamish who's supporting England this week, I'm sure. And you've got a big award ceremony tonight as well. Yeah, big one, Linz. We are the Group J Essex Division 5 league winners this year and we've got a player of the year do um, restaurant stories. So basically, you've got 40 year old men whose wives have let them, let them out of a night time for the first time in 18 months. They're so excited. I'm ringing, my mates are ringing me now. They're cutting the grass, putting the tunes on, and I guarantee you we'll all be in bed by half 11 with a cup of cocoa. Like the days of tearing Can't up London are gone. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, this was 10 years ago. We could have ended up anywhere in this city, northwest, east, or south. But tonight, I'm pretty sure it'll be all done and dusted by living. But it's exciting. It is. And, you, and you're not up for any of uh, any awards? No, no, no. I'm the manager, player manager. Uh, and I probably, the, the scary thing was, I probably wouldn't even have won any awards because um, I was bloody useless. I've done my hamstring about four times trying to play football, but the boys are well up for it. It's going to be great. Look forward to that. Right, well, it's time to introduce our yeah. guests. What do you think? And what an intro this is. I'm going to take a, a deep breath for this one. Ready for this? Yeah. Our guest today is Glasgow Rangers record goal scorer, where he notched an incredible 355 goals. He won nine consecutive titles, 10 domestic cups, and the European Golden Boot two years in a row. He represented Scotland at the World Cup and two European Championships, scoring 19 goals in 61 international appearances. He's also in the Scottish Football Hall of Fame. He's an MBE. He's the king of question of sport. There's nothing this man can't do. It's the one and only Ali McCoist. Lindsay, and I still can't, get, I still can't get a game in Joe's team. Mate, you're ready. <laughs> you're done wrong. wrong. Get yourself along tonight. What have I done wrong? Listen, I've been listening to the two of you. If I've got a choice out with Joe's team or a night out at your spa, I think the spa's winning it. Definitely. Get, <laughs> get yourself to my shameless it. garden. Definitely. <laughs> MBE? Have you been yeah. keeping that a bit quiet? Uh, when no, did was, that happen? Oh, it was years ago. I was playing with Rangers at the time. Services to, to football. So, no, that's... Yeah, that's... How did that go down in the dressing room? Oh, like, Joe, I walked in. I walked in the following day with pinned on my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only way to do it, mate. Because yeah. you know what the dressing room is like? Yeah. It's, it's sink or swim, mate. You, gotta, you know, I thought, I'm going to get absolute pelters in here. So, I thought, no. On the jacket. Just walked in. <laughs> Pointed to it, I said, "Have a go, lads," and they did. Who gave it to you then? Uh, Prince Charles, the Queen. Uh, the Queen was uh, not in Buckingham Palace that day, 
And, it, and do you know something? It was a brilliant day. I went down to my yeah. mother and uh, we went to the Ritz for lunch after it. Just a uh, proper, yeah. proper day. My mother was, you know, I, I bet I, your I mum, was, I bet ah, she was more Joe, proud of that than all of them 350 goals. 100%. Scottish cap. Joe, you're yeah. 100% right. Yeah. Could have done anything, but that was, that just made her life. She loves the royal family and it absolutely made her life, mate. That's Delighted. Brilliant. Love That's it. brilliant. Great, mate. Love it. But, Linz, we're forgetting something as well. Actor. Top actor, Robert Duval. I, I hear you've been in a movie, sure Bill was telling me. Not sure about top. <laughs> I'm not sure about top. My, my pal, big Neil Collins, over in Tampa. I, I, I must have forgot this. We were talking about uh, this come up in conversation, and he, I said, no, he's not been in a film with Robert Duval. Uh-huh. It's quite a cult film for oh, us in I'm Scotland. Going, I'm going to tell you, right? Well, if you talk about... If you, if you go into somebody's gen- of a generation, myself included, you say, give us your top ten actors... I'll bet you ninety percent. We'll say Ali McCoy. We'll say we'll say Robert <laughs> Duval. Right? They will say Robert Duval. Yes. I mean, you think about it. I can go back. He was in, he was in True Grit with John Wayne. I know, right. I know. That, he was in True Grit with John Wayne. He was in The Godfather. He was a lawyer in The Godfather. He's worked with Tom Cruise. He's a governor. And do you know what's great about it, John? You love it, Lindsay. He's a top guy. Yeah. He's just a proper old school gentleman. He was in it. Michael Keaton was in it. Michael Keaton was in the film as well. How did this come about? It was amazing. It was amazing. It was Campbell Ogilvy, our secretary at Rangers at the time. The film was obviously planned and all that stuff, but, but they were struggling to find somebody that could play football and act. And I can hear you say, well, he, you, <laughs> you, you, I, you do neither. So where did you come into the equation? And it was just Campbell put my name forward. Yeah. And of course, Joe, you know what it's like, Lindsay. I thought it was a wind-up. I? Yeah. I got this invitation to go and meet Robert Duval in the Hilton in Glasgow. Aye, ah, right, okay, aye, good, great <laughs> idea. So I'm expecting Jeremy Beadle to come flying at the bar, you know what I mean, give you one of them. But sure enough, we went in to meet uh, Robert Duval and I think it was Robert Carliner, who was a, who was a uh, producer. And we sat down, had a blether. Listen, and I think the fact, the, the main reason, or probably the only reason I got it, was because I could play football. Because yeah. the rest of it, I think it's probably far easier for the film to have a footballer who can't act than an actor who can't play football yeah, 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 if the yeah, film's yeah. about football. So we, we did it. I did it a wee sort of semi, not even a casting thing. It was just fine. I did a blether with him. And then he phoned me on the way up the road and said, OK, you've got it. You know, when do you start? Um, and I was I was at Kelly at the time. I was just towards the end of my career. And I was down at Kelly at the time. Um, I tell you, it was brilliant. Yeah. The, the whole experience... Because it was perfect, because you got a chance to go into an environment you n- could only dream about, but because it was a kind of football environment, and the rest of our team in the movie was made up of footballers. Right. Guys that played with Airdrie, Wraith Rovers, Partick, th- they knew their way about. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. there was a brilliant bond. And it was amazing. We used to do the film and all that stuff, and we'd go for dinner at night. Yeah, and Robert Duval would take us for dinner, and he he used to sit there and just he loved the patter, the crack, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the camaraderie, and he just he loved it. So it was it was still about two, three or four weeks of my life that was just I wouldn't I wouldn't have swapped. But some of it, some of the parts, you know, I mean, yeah. couple of classics, just guys, boys trying to get in the film. Some of the players, right? So there's a scene at Hamden. This is no joke. We filmed at Hamden, the final of the, the, the cup final, the, the, the team Konoki reached the cup final. So they've advertised for fans to turn up for the last day of filming. By the way, there's 30, I'm not one there's 34,000 at Hamden. 
Right. There was a League Cup semi-final on the Wednesday, a genuine League Cup final yeah. set on the Wednesday, there was about 22 there, right? <laughs> there was more there for the fall, right? So anyway, the game goes along at half-time, we're getting beat one nothing. we get seen as we get back into the dressing room, the boys are all arguing, right? And then Robert Duval comes in, who's the manager, bang! And he does his bit, lays it on thick and all that stuff. So... So, brilliant man. <laughs> so we get back into the dressing room and we're all saying, right, come on, that's rubbish, first half, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do the next thing, you know. Meanwhile, all the boys know that if they're going to get in the film, they're going to have to be as near to Robert Duvall. So I've got my glasses excited here. We've got to be as near Robert Duvall as humanly possible, right? So, we come in half time. Come on, lads, that's not good enough. This, that, the next thing. Bum, bum, bum. So Duval comes in, right, and he slams the door, right? And just as the, bo- the boys are shouting each other, he says, quiet. And he's Scottish accent. He slams the door, he says, quiet. And as he says, quiet, we Sandy Stewart says, come on, lads, a bit of hush for the gaffer. we've just been a because the valve doesn't know what's happening. All the boys are rolling about. Cut, cut, cut. We can't. <laughs> so it was just an attempt for all the lads to say something or do something that would get in the film. To get in oh, Joe, it. it was a laugh a minute, mate. Oh, I'd love to do it that. Was, it was I'd love to do that. So, legend of Hollywood, legend of, of Scottish football as well. <laughs> the first major tournament, oh, Ali, for, for 23 years no. for Scotland. Tell us a bit what it's like back home at the moment. Everyone must be buzzing. Oh, it's amazing. Lindsay, I've got to say it's amazing. I can remember, we, believe it or not, bizarrely, I'll never forget when we qualified for these Euros because I was at Wembley. I was doing the highlights of the Scotland game at Wembley after one of the England games. So I was watching a penalty shootout with, believe it or not, righty, um, Roy Keane, Lee Dixon. Yeah. And when Scotland won the shootout together, we're all, we were generally we're all dancing about. So, well, Roy was kind of smiling a wee bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's not go overboard. And uh, the first thing I thought, I was clearly delighted for for the nation and for the supporters and all that stuff. But I was delighted for the players, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to get an opportunity to do... What, I mean, we were lucky. To feel couple, how you yeah, felt. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Played at European Championships, World Cups, and there had been a generation for 23 years. Great players. You know, Fletch, Dan Fletcher, yeah, boys yeah. like that, never, never had an opportunity to do yeah. it. So I was really pleased the players John McGinn and all these guys McTominay yeah. and uh, you know well I've not got the best start but it's just a great opportunity for them to, to represent the country it's brilliant before we talk about the big game on Friday we're a few games in now what yeah. have you made of the, the whole tournament so far I've loved it I always do same as Joe and yourself sit down and watch everything everything you know some of the teams I've, I've been impressed with that you wouldn't normally I mean I, I enjoyed Slovakia's performance against yeah. Poland they weren't bad yeah enjoyed France last night. They've got a bit in the tank, by the way. I think they've got another couple of gears to go. I thought England were very, very good, have to say. It was amazing to watch the Spain-Sweden game. Spain mm. totally dominated the game, totally dominated the game. Could end up getting beat one nothing, 2 nothing. Yeah. The boy Isaac up front, who, who I really, really like, the Swedish yeah, lad up yeah, front. Isaac, yeah. Ah, Isaac, it looked really lively. So I've enjoyed all the football, same as yourself, guys. You can't yeah. enjoy it. It's magic, isn't it? What did you make of, of Scotland's opening game? Do you know what I thought? I'll tell you exactly what I thought, Lindsay. Joe, I thought, it was, in many ways, it just kind of typifies Scotland, particularly at major tournaments, and include our own generation in that. It's fine, it's good, 
but there's just a couple of things don't go your way. I honestly didn't think there was anything between the teams, Joe. I thought Scotland were a bit of something. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree I, with that, I, mate. I did, mate. But it comes to the bit where you've got to win games. You've got to be clinical. Yeah. You know, and, and perhaps at the top end of the park, that's where we lacked a little bit mm. of composure, a little bit of quality to go and score when you need to score. And listen, everybody's talking about the second goal. Brilliant goal from Patrick Schick. It was a beautiful goal. Are you blaming Marshall or, think, or is it just a worldie? I think, listen, it's a worldly of a finish. I think a goalkeeper's too far up the park. I've got to be honest. Mm. I think it's too far up the park. And he makes, you know, Schick's mind up to have mm. a go. If he's, if he's 10, 15 yards back, yeah. he doesn't attempt it. Listen, the execution... Tremendous. How hard is Tremendous. that to execute? Oh, that's so that's so tough because it was on the it was moving it was on the run. Like yeah. it wasn't like, for instance, Beckham's goal. It sort of the yeah. ball just dropped and it was he was on the run at full pelt. I think he, I think he said, Schick in an interview. He said he he, he saw him off the line in the first half. So he's yeah. on his mind. It you must see have been him on have a look. Mind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a look. yeah, he knew. Yeah, yeah, but he, I, I think he's a talented boy. By the way, he, I thought yeah. he had a, he had a good game. But I go back to to Scotland. I I, I think they they was the better side by by quite a fair bit and I think there's more to come from him. you have to remember we're talking about you've got Tierney mm-hmm. to come back into the side against England I think Billy Gilmore is made for international football the way he plays I know Billy because I coached yeah. him at Chelsea and I know what a talent he is um, Stick Shea Adams up front as well Shea Adams I think he he, yeah. he he was lively when he came on I, I think this is a, this is a, a real test for England I think the Croatia game I thought we caught them cold but I think the Scotland game is going to be They'll pack the midfield, they'll be compact. Yeah. Good. It's going to be a good game. I think the, the, the one thing I would say as well about the Scotland game against the Czech Republic, I mean, everybody correctly and understandably is talking about second goal. First goal was a great header. Yes. First goal was a brilliant yeah. header. Your man at West Ham, Sue fell down. Yeah. He puts a, I mean, we should have got it to him quicker, yeah. but he puts a great cross in and it's a proper centre forward header, you know. Sufal and Robertson were going at it, weren't yeah. they? That was great. That was two. Uh, Sufal was probably one of the most underrated players mm. in the league. Trust me, I've watched him many times, a great player. And Robertson, I'm, yeah. I think Robertson's outstanding. Top and they class. were really going at it. So that, that was a good little It was a good match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good matchup. Who are you tipping to win the whole thing? I'm, listen, I'm going with France. Mm. Lindsay Joe, I think there's, I genuinely think there's four or five teams, you know, could win it. You know, England, of course they could win it. Belgium, of course they could win it. Spain, it- Italians have looked good. Yeah. Portugal last night, I mean, that, yeah. that was amazing. That yeah. After 82 minutes, they look as though they're one nothing down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The offside decision, they get the break. was offside, yeah. they get the break with that, and all of a sudden, yeah. Ronaldo, they, they, they could have a say in it, they're the holders. But I still think France... What about the Italians, Al? They, they surprised me. They're, they're, I'm ashamed, Joe, <clears throat> but... I'm, I'm still it's crazy I'm still not conv- I don't know how good they were and how poor Turkey were because mm. I thought Turkey would have a good campaign I, th- I particularly yeah. thought it'd make life difficult for the Italians yeah. and I'm maybe selling the Italians a little bit short mate because it was a, listen, yeah. it was an ideal performance wasn't it three goals yeah, yeah, yeah. he kept a clean sheet and they looked really really solid two boys at the back Benici yeah. Chiellini proper yeah, 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 proper yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian defenders so I'm maybe doing them a little bit of disservice but I think I'll be better. I'd be better qualified to give an opinion, perhaps on them after yeah. the next round of matches. So see how they go on against yeah. Switzerland, for example. It's hard to see a weakness in that France side, yeah. isn't it? They're like a top, top club side, and and watching them last night, you know that that's nowhere near top gear yeah. as well. No, that's that's what mm. I thought. I mean, see, watching them, that was them, particularly for the whole second half. Sure, I don't know. I agree. They they never really come out, and they'll, they'll be a different team if they've got to come out and win again. Yeah, yeah, they obviously yeah. got the got the goal. Lovely ball from Pogba with the yeah. hand, his ball some across, OG, okay. Yeah. But once they got that, they kind of, 
they did the kind of sat back yeah. particularly in the second half I was looking at I couldn't believe the work Griezmann was doing defensively Benzema yeah. <clears throat> as well they were, they, were, they were all kind of 40 yards from their own goal yeah. quite happy they looked really really comfortable defensively you know Kimpembe and, and, and Varane I thought second half you know Germany pushed up a little bit in wider areas yeah. and got balls in the box Box, but at the same time, France looked. I just thought they looked really, really comfortable. Yeah, so, yeah. so they've got solid ama- at the back. They've got an amazing record. You know, that's the six. This I think the sixth time in a row that they're undefeated in German soil. Really, they, they beat Germany four and drawn yeah. twice at the last six games in Germany. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's something else. I'm, I think as well. The only thing that's going to stop them winning it is themselves. Like with the Mbappe situation with yeah. Giroud. Oh, I know. But they've got that in a lot. Like when I played in France for for. With Lille for a year, and, and you know you sort of get you, you get cultural differences between, and but you don't really. Under, I played with loads of French players, and you don't really understand them until you go there and live. And yeah. that, that they've got this, they've got this self-destruct button. It's because they're so passionate. Like our, the, the team spirit we had at Lille was unbelievable, but like it was like I saw more arguments in a dressing room in my year in Lille than I did for my whole career. Just like, I didn't understand what they were saying, but, but, but they were going at each other, and they was, and I think that's what they like. And they, they play on yeah. the edge, they live on the edge. If they can contain that, and, and they can, whatever's happened in the dress, something's happened between Giroud and Mbappe, but yeah. if they can quell that, then well, you can't see... take it out see, on the pitch. <laughs> take it out on take the it out the opposition. But it's funny, but you're right, it's not, I mean, it's not the first time, I mean, yeah. it has happened before, the yeah. Frenchman, it was like, I described it, it was like an episode of EastEnders, man, <laughs> didn't it? Mbappe's falling out with Giroud, yeah. you know, and... <laughs> And you know, Benzema's no happier at once, man. There's always something going on. Yeah, you know, yeah. a, they just, right. They've got a wee self destruct button in them. Yeah. But I tell you what, what a team. Some what side a team. they are. And Ali, yeah. if you're interested, uh, Scotland 5 to 1 to qualify from Group D yeah. uh, with Coral at the moment. Let's move it on then to, to England against Scotland, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the original international it fixture. Well, what makes this fixture so special, Ali? It just brought up with it. It's the history of the whole thing. First mm. ever international, wasn't it? It's a great story and I haven't told this story. We actually used to train with Rangers. Before we got to training ground, we used to train on the cricket ground at Partick, right. which I am now going to reliably inform you was the venue for the first ever Scotland-England game. Wow. Yeah. All right. That Don't was in 18-something or other, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, 18 ridiculous. whatever it was. Yeah. And I, I think I'm right in saying it finished nothing each. Yeah. And that was in the Partick cricket ground, Western Scotland cricket in the Partick. And we used to train there. Yeah. So the irony of it was when we used to go there, early 80s on a Friday we used to have Scotland England games did you we'll oh, Butcher, sure. Ray oh, Wilkins my. and Aye. that's amazing brilliant I mean brilliant we used to have Scotland England games by yeah. day, and they used to get tasty Mark Hightley oh, by they had a proper team yeah, yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah. beat us on a Friday right? really? Scotland, <laughs> I love them Friday they, oh, wait, I, tell you, they, I mean they had Butcher Woods Wilkins Roberts he, he, the proper team yeah yeah me like Cooper Durant myself and they, they couldn't beat us right they couldn't, and what used to annoy us right wait I tell you Soon as she used to play with England. No. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Right. Used to drive us mental. So anyway, true story. We're playing one of the games up there, Scotland v England. Friday. We're playing the D and yeah. on the Saturday. Scotland v England. So uh, we're three or four up on the Friday and we're giving it all the Ole, Ole on the back flicks and all that stuff. How do you like it, Butch? Well, big Butch is volleying things out. Oh, he's lost it, man. Anyway, we Durante gets the ball, right? This is a Friday before a game. Soon as playing for England, we'll just take the Mickey, you know. Anyway, soon as comes in. Bang! Oh my God! He smacks me, Gerante. Like, you've no yeah. idea. Horrendous, horrendous tackle. And me, Gerante, that time built it that. He was like one of those weevils. You know those weevils yeah, yeah, yeah. that wobble but don't yeah, fall yeah, down, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> then he went bang back up. 
Yeah. Puts his foot in the ball. He looks at Sunis and says, Is that your best? <laughs> Joe. Right, that's really one. Graham went, No, no. Yeah, he said, doesn't he? This is my best. Bang. Right. <laughs> so we're all into it. Right. I swear to God, Walter Smith's running about with a whistle. Beep, beep. He's got a ball under his arm. Beep. Big Butch has got me in a headlock. Roberts is laughing. Everybody's into it. Right. So we're all ladling into it on a Friday. This is before the D-Rated game. So anyway, it all calms down. We're going back to the trade. We're going back to Ibrox to get changed. Yeah. Of course, England boys are over there. The Scotland boys are over there. We're not talking to each other. <laughs> back into the dressing room. So we're thinking. So we're sitting there, you know, in the dressing room. Thinking, what's going to happen here? Soon as he's going to come in, I'm saying, soon he can't come in. He started it, man. He's, you know what I mean? Six minutes. We're thinking, what's he going to say? Says, door opens. Soon as walks in, Joe. And we're like, everybody's sitting there like that. He says, that's the spirit he says I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for, lads. That's what's going to win us this league, right? Durant's sitting there with his leg up by ice on it. I've got a big steak over this island. I'm going, oh, that's a great idea. That's the one is the league. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> When did you, like, as a young player, first become aware of the English-Scotland rivalry? When did you first? Uh, you were in, I was at you were in 96 as a fan. Yeah. I was behind the goal where Gary Mack had the penalty. We had Yuri Geller I in his England that. shirt, floating up, making the ball move with his mind. So I'm there, and actually my, my dad, like, he wasn't a football man. So we got these... T- my mum and dad got me these tickets. They begged script and got the money to get me these free tickets, oh, yeah. free group games. But my dad wasn't a footballman, so he give it to my his pal, Scottish fella, Brian his name was. So he's he Brian is the most Scottish fella you've ever met in your life. Like if he said one word you'd Scottish. So we're sitting in England then he's like he ain't meant said a word all day. Penalty. We they get the penalty he's up like and I'm like and an England has a growling at him. And I'm like, <laughs> oh God, like I'm about thirteen and what's going on here? And I'm watching it and then they're all hammering him with the England fans. And then it, Mac has missed, Dave Seaman saved a penalty. And I'm just like, I'm fucked off, Brian. I'm with the England fans. You're on your own, fella. I'm bouncing around. I'm jumping around. Everyone's going mad. They're hammering him, singing at him. Oh. I'm thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get home here. I'm about 10 miles away from home. Anyway, and then as I've come up from celebrating, we must be celebrating for minutes. And then I've just seen Gaza lift the ball up over oh, Colin and scored it. Because picture it now in my mind's eye, at the other end of the stadium, and I just, ru- as soon as the game was finished, I rushed home because I knew I had the VHS on video and just to it. watch the goal because there was no replays yeah. back in them day. And I was just like, what a day. What a goal. And I was, do you know what? That's one of my regrets. We didn't, for all my England career, we didn't play Scotland once. I would have uh, loved to have played in that game. That's a shame. Yeah. I, I didn't have a great record, didn't I, to be honest with you. I can't sit here and tell you the great yeah. record. I think I got one draw um, in four games. But it's funny, again, first game against England, I think it was a draw. That harmed him. And even Euro 96, kind of bizarrely and strangely, when I played most of my, well, virtually all my career at Rangers, in the Scotland-England games, I was always playing against teammates. Really? Well, you think about it. Of course, yeah, yeah. Gaza in Euro 96 played with Rangers. And then early on, late 80s, I mean, we had a proper English contingent. Chris Woods, a goalkeeper, Terry Butcher, Gary Stevens, Trevor Stevens, Ray Wilkins, as I mentioned. So, the first game at Hampton, <laughs> we're going down a tunnel, you know, and uh, of course Scotland, England, man, what a game we look forward yeah. to, you know, and I see Big Butch leading England out, I went, all right, big fella, blank me, <laughs> like, completely blank me, and I went, aye, aye, <laughs> here we go, <laughs> I thought this is going to be a bit tasty, and sure enough, he didn't let me down the big lofty. <laughs> I was, um, 
because I, I remember hearing Ray Wilkins. Ray was a good friend of mine, oh. and it did, like when he went up to Rangers, like he was England England captain or something. Yeah. How was how was he in the dressing room? Ah, oh, Joe, he ran it, didn't he? Aye, yeah, aye. Like, I mean, he's one of these few people in life you meet, you know, that makes an impact on you, and yeah. it's with you for the rest of your life. You know, yeah, just a proper gentleman. Him, his right Jack, just absolutely yeah. wonderful family, so well mannered. Yeah, you know. Achieved so much in the game, had time for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Whether you 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 were a young kid, yeah, in the S form coming through, apprentice coming through, you're a supporter outside the front door. Yeah, yeah. He had time for everybody, and and I take a lot lot of uh, pleasure in the fact that I know he loved his time at Rangers. Yeah, he did. He, he loved it. He loved it. Oh, he loved it, and he loved the people, and the people loved yeah, him. Yeah. You know, just a great lad. What was it like at Wembley that, that ah, day, amazing. that atmosphere? Amazing, the atmosphere. 25 years ago yesterday, yeah, wasn't it? I mean, absolutely incredible. No, listen, time, time there's still obviously a disappointment of losing the game, yeah. but time, time's a great healer in the respect that you look back and what an occasion it was. Yeah. We played well first half. Better you know? team. Aye. We were a better, better team. team first half and we just thought, you know, just keep this going and then... Gary puts a great ball in for Al at the back post. Yeah. Great header. Yeah, Don't yeah, fantastic header. Such a sheerer goal, you know. Sorry, Al, did he, sure. if I remember rightly, did Jamie Redknapp come on at half-time and change the game? Totally. Yeah, yeah. See? Totally. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Jamie came on and was, was brilliant. Yeah. He really was. Um, it, yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt, but I thought transformed English team and changed the game. Yeah. Got the goal. <clears throat> and it was funny watching them because we... Initially in the first half, you could see there was a kind of nervousness about English lads. Yeah, yeah. Because they'd just come off that trip in Hong Kong and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. On the front pages yeah. of the paper and the pressure's on. They won a one-all draw um, with Switzerland at home, which wasn't an ideal result. So we were obviously trying to maybe play on yeah. that. But second half, they played well. We obviously missed the penalty. And within a minute, as you correctly say, yeah. Gascoigne scores that goal. But the atmosphere was absolutely fantastic. You, yeah. You've said that was the greatest regret of, of your career, not taking that that penalty off yeah. off McAllister. Do you still feel like that now? Or? Yeah, of course. But you know, I could have missed. But it. then Yuri Geller could have I, stopped you as well. I could, so. Absolutely. I mean, and you'd have to carry that. By the way, Joe, I swear to God, I tell people this story. Lindsay, the ball moved. The ball moved. I, I promise you, if I never walk away from here again, no, I've the seen ball it. moved. Yeah, right. It, I'm standing on the 18-yard box ready to follow in. And there was no wind. It was Nothing. a beautiful like today. Beautiful, beautiful day. day. I promise you the ball moved. Now, he had to, struck it cleanly. Gary yeah. struck it cleanly. Beautiful. Probably struck it too well. But I'll never forget it. You're on it, And the ball kind of just moved a wee bit. Yeah. It's just as he went to strike it. It was amazing. It's amazing. I don't think it had any bearing on how he struck the ball or anything yeah. like that because he did strike it well. Yeah. Where's Yuri Geller now? We need to get him out get for him Friday. Out, get get Yuri in the squad. Well, it was a 26-man squad. We could have thrown Yuri in as the 26-man. He'd have been all right. That's what I... I, I should have been... I should have been aware of the whole situation and I had. I should have had some form of anti-aircraft mission. <laughs> and I'd have just launched up him up there on that helicopter and just taken him out. Do you and we'd have scored a penalty in the rest of the history. Do you reckon he believes it himself or he's sitting... Oh, he believes it, all right. Does, Joe, yeah. you've yeah. got no idea, mate. <laughs> I had them on the radio yes. station. We had them on the radio station a couple of years. I can't talk to him, man. He, he's, he's claiming the credit. Never mind Jamie Redknapp coming on at half time or Terry tweeting the yeah. team. He's taking the credit for it. Honest to God, man. And the odds with, uh, with Coral, Scotland, 10 to 1 to beat England with Coral. Do you think they can conjure up a bit of that brave hot That's spirit? offensive. That's offensive. I tell you Coral. what I do like. I like your, I like your Coral 5 to 1 Scotland to qualify. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. 
because I still think we could beat Croatia at yeah. Hamden. Honestly. I, I agree. I Joe, agree. I looked at England game, and England were very good. I'm looking at Croatia Rebic, were disappointed, Perisic, weren't they? Kramaric, Modric was getting deeper. Listen, yeah. they're a really good team, yeah. you know, and technically they're, they're better in Scotland. But you never know again, the one-off. If, if you deal with, I think if you deal with Perisic in the final third, yeah. I think you can, uh, I think there's not much pace and mobility. Yeah. So the Scottish, which I think will hurt Scotland, like I think if Grant Hanley plays, I think if he yeah. plays against anyone with yeah. a bit of pace, he's going to get in trouble. I think if you deal with Perisic, I think Scotland can beat Croatia. I don't think they're much... Don't be there much cop. I think Croatia could be the surprise team that gets knocked out. Yeah. yeah. And third place is enough for, for four <coughs> of the teams as yeah, well, of course. Right. Coral, as well, will give you odds of 14 to 1 if you think England will beat Scotland 4 0. I've got a funny feeling for 5 0. I probably shouldn't say this to you, Ali, but I don't know why. I'm going 5 0. Lindsay's our guest. I, I okay. Think, you I have think, to be polite, right? I think you're better than you Panama, so I'm going 5 0. Oh, I've just got a, a hunch that it's just all going to click for in England at Wembley and they're just going to go Do you know something? I, on I, a Mazda. Right, you've, you've got to be honest, England players middle to front show. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant to, 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 to watch. And you look at the talent, whether he goes with Grealish, Foden and Mount and all these guys. Magic. Yeah. You know, but we, we'll be organised. We, we will definitely be organised. And we've got to make it... For us to get a result, there's a few things have got to happen. There's no doubt about it. We've got to defend well. Goalkeepers have got to play well. We've got to carry a little bit of luck. We spoke yeah, about. Yeah. We've got to carry a little bit of luck. Yeah. And we'll have to do what we clearly didn't do against the Czech Republic and that'll take our chances when they come, if and when they come. You've got leaders as <clears> well in there. You've got McTominay and Robertson. Yeah. But Tierney, do we think he's going to be fit? Do you well, think? by all accounts, the reports are that he's trained, um, certainly yesterday, he's going to train today. Big miss for us. No doubt about it. Because... Mm -hmm. You know, you're looking at the Scotland team now, you maybe get two or three players that you would say real top quality international yeah. players. Tierney's one of them. Robertson, McTominay's come in and done well. We are still a side that cannot afford to be without our top players. You know, you look at <clears throat> look at Wales, for example. Yeah. Wales have got players in forward areas that have got something a little bit different. Yeah. Whether it's Bale, Ramsey, you know, guys like that. They've got something that can do something to win a game. We don't really have that in forward areas, but we've got some good players in and around our midfield, you know, so that's where we are. What changes do you want Gareth to make for that game? Um, I, think it's I know you said <clears throat> last week you thought it was going to be a, a different team to yeah. the Croatia one. I think he'll make two or three changes. I think he'll definitely play a left-sided uh, player at left-back, whether it be Chilwell or Shaw, yeah. because I think as much as Trippier done fantastic, I think it was horses for courses in that particular game. I think his conclusion was was probably because Tyrone Mings is playing on that side and I think Trippi is a good talker, he's a good yeah. he's a good defender first and foremost and I think he just wanted his experience next to him yeah. tighten it up and um so but I think he'll go with uh, left back, sure or chill, I'm not sure. I think Jack will come in if he's fit. Um possibly I think Phil he might he might take Phil Foden out and put Jack in, not because of anything Phil done wrong. I just think he'll feel he's got the luxury to mm -hmm. To, to change it up a little bit and I think Phillips is, he would have been thinking in his mind I'm going to take Phillips out for the Scotland game but I think when a player's played as well as he has you, you've he got him on the crest, crest of a wave and let him play so two changes I can see but no more than that maybe three. see that's that's a luxury I think a team like England have got where they can make as you say Joe two or three changes yeah. 
they're not weakening the yeah. side in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, they're just kind of freshening up a little bit. Yeah. Whereas we don't have the, the, the luxury of doing that. We've got yeah. to get our best players on the park yeah. at the one time. Whereas England, you look at some of the players, squads, fantastic. Yeah. And possibly, possibly, Linz, I, I don't know, I think Reese James might come in for Carl Walker. Yeah. I know Carl Walker defended very well, but I think we're going to, you've got to expect us to have the ball. Yeah. yeah. And Reese James is the, is the best deliverer of a ball. Yeah. That I've seen in a long, long time from there. So I think, I think Harry Kane will enjoy that as well. He's, he's for some season. Reese James, yeah, a proper player, a proper player. He's, um, you look at a player. I look at a, a player like a, a set of golf clubs. Has he, has he got the pitching yeah. wedges? He got the driver. He's got yeah. everything. He's can, he can do everything with a football. He's big, strong, defend. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised he went with Kyle because I thought he was going to go and play Kyle. In a back four three, or four. back three, I think he. Mm. I thought he was going to go Kyle and John Stones yeah. at centre half, but um, Kyle Walker's a fantastic player. But Reese James is, 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 is different better on the ball. Well. Yeah, better on the ball. Yeah, Ali, it's time for what really happened. Yeah, and this is where our audience pick a moment from your career that they want to know more about. They yes. want the truth from behind the scenes. Hear it from you. Um, and for this week's What Really Happened, it's is it true that after Euro 96, you helped Gaza recreate not only uh, the goal, but also the dentist chair celebration in the Rangers dressing room? We certainly did the dentist chair celebration. <laughs> there's, there's no getting away from it. We certainly did the dentist chair on numerous occasions, that celebration. <laughs> but no, I, I couldn't bring myself to help him reenact the goal. But you're not going to tell your story, honestly, God, Joe. Lindsay, and you'll probably find this unbelievable. He never mentioned the goal. Yeah, in, in, yeah uh, in the dressing room after the game. Really, and do you know why? I think. <clears throat> excuse me. I've got one train of thought on that. I think when when even Gascoigne watched it, yeah, he knew it was a proper goal. Yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what I mean? See if it'd been a a, a kind of tap in. Yeah, say Gorham had spilled one yeah. and he'd knocked it in from yeah. two or three yards. Yeah, I think he might have gave us a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. but I think I'm loath to use the word embarrassed, but I think even he knew. It was a tremendous goal, yeah, yeah. and he probably felt a wee bit. And I don't want to mention it, which is amazing. Eh? You'd have thought the opposite, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. <clears throat> Being so close to him, though, was was there a little part of you that was quite happy for him to have to have scored that goal? Um, a goal like that? Not that... in the slightest. <laughs> not not in the slightest, man. No, I was. Listen, I can appreciate the brilliance. Of course, I can. But if you're asking me for a far rather he hadn't scored it, that's my answer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Gascoigne was brilliant. Typical Gascoigne, Joe. I mean, he promised Stuart McCauley's jersey for his weaving, and he promised me his jersey for his weaving, right? Yeah. So we're going done. This is, we're going done a tunnel at half time, right? They've not played well. We've played well, and I see him giving Stuart McCauley's jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in front of us at half time. At half time. Yeah. So he. he his mind, he just doesn't want to let MD down. Yeah. So he gives Stuart the jersey and he says, tell Coisty he's got my one in the second half. Right? Fantastic. So he's, it's amazing, just a human being yeah. thinking like that. Yeah. He knows there's kids involved yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, he's still totally focused on the game but he wants yeah. to, doesn't want to let MD down. Yeah. And of course, I've got, I've, I have got a lovely picture of him and I shaking hands at the end of the game. Yeah. I'm giving him a wee cuddle and we're exchanging, exchanging shirts. So, you know, as much as the goal was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, A, I would rather he didn't and hadn't have scored it and I've got the jersey yeah. in which he scored it in. I can imagine, because I grew up in Dunstan, which is where he's from, and my house was literally in the next street. And I remember after Italia 90, literally the kids from Dunstan oh. were queuing round the block outside his mum and dad's house with their posters, mm. 
waiting for them to honestly they answered the door to every yeah. single kid yeah. signed signed the posters you make sure that his mum kept them for him yeah. and he did them Brilliant. and gave them back out do you know what happens in situations like that at fantastic goals there's sometimes always the fall guy for example uh, Patrick Schick's go- second goal yeah. it's one of these ones that will be shown again again yeah. and again yeah. and big David Marshall but every time it comes on yeah yeah and I've got some degree of sympathy for Big Colin as well, oh, Big yeah. Colin, because Big Colin just gets a little too tight and then slips. Yeah. And as soon as he slips, <clears throat> Gaz has flicked over him and he yeah. hits it. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I feel for every time it comes on, Colin must be like, oh, I've got to watch this. Gaz <laughs> going to go again, you know? So. so how did it come about, the recreation then? Well, oh, I can imagine, some goal. I mean, yeah. it, it just absolutely tremendous goal. So, again, we were just like kids in the playground. Everybody, everybody tries to recreate yeah, it, don't they? Yeah. And the, the fact it's such a great goal. You look at Van Basten's volley yeah. against against Russia in, in the final, the same tournament in, in, in '88. Still nowadays, there's guys trying yeah, to create yeah. it. So with that goal, and you can guarantee his kids in the playground, you know, trying yeah, that, yeah. trying to impersonate that goal and do it again. So we were trying to have a go at it in the training ground and all that stuff but anyway the, bo- the good news is he couldn't do it again <laughs> yeah, he's obviously renowned for all his pranks as well what, what's the best one he pulled on you oh Lindsay my, I mean it's just you, you, you couldn't there's not a show long enough he <laughs> was amazing just fun 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 all the time you know I'll t- I tell you a wee story about I mean all the pranks and all that stuff I'll tell you the one about Jersey he wasn't even involved in the conversation um, I wasn't Telling one of the boys, we Durant in the dressing room, and I was telling him it was, it was my oldest boy's. I think it was his fourth birthday. I said, um, uh, and I'm going to get him a couple, whatever it was. I said, I'm going to get him a, I'm going to get him a rabbit. Just thinking about it. And Gascoigne yeah. wasn't involved in the conversation. And Durant says, Oh, I said, I'm going to get him a wee rabbit or something for his birthday. Great. And that was all. So the following day, two days before my boy's Alexander's birthday, this is the yeah. truth. I get upstairs and I looked out the window. And I look in the back garden, right? And I go down into the back garden, right? And there's there's a a fish tank, right? With all these beautiful fish, right? Yeah. There's a budgie's cage with a beautiful blue budgie, a beautiful green budgie. And next to it, there's, I swear to God, there's this Buckingham Palace, a rabbit's hutchies <laughs> with the most gorgeous white rabbit in it. And there was a birthday card to Alexander from Gaza. And he'd bought these. It wasn't even involved in the conversation. And he just, just overheard. Me, he just overheard saying, my boy's birthday. And That's he amazing. went out. And by the way, and, it, and it's important, I tell everybody's story. All the food, you know, the water temperature, everything, you know, mm. all the instructions. It wasn't just he'd yeah, done it and yeah. went like that. Yeah. He'd get the food for the budgies, the rabbits, yeah. you name it. And I thought, I mean, what a, what a guy. Yeah. He got him his own little petting zoo. Yeah. Do you think, Al, do you think now, obviously Gaz, is, he's, he's had his own problems, well documented. Yeah. Do you think in coming through in this era, do you think he'd have been more looked after, if you like? Do you or... know some Joe, I get asked that question and, and Paul would be the only one qualified to answer it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not sure because if you ask him, see guys like Sir Bobby, yeah. Terry Venables, yeah. Walter Smith. Yeah. I know they absolutely loved him. Yeah. And I know, for example, you used to go to Walter Smith's for his Christmas dinner and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Couldn't Archie Knox couldn't have done enough for him. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting to ask you a question. I, I genuinely don't think certainly those guys 
couldn't do any more mm. for him. I get totally in this day and age, you know, with mental health issues, yeah. it is clearly getting better and, and we're all mm. thankful for that. But I, I, do you know some? I'm not sure Gaza would have done anything different. No. You know, he, he loved every minute of what he yeah. did, whether he was out fishing, but clearly where he was at home was on the football yeah. pitch in the training ground. See, you... you, you Glasgow Rangers probably got the best, we best did, of him, mate. mate. He was he, he was stunning, wasn't he? Some of the goals, yeah. oh, man. some of the. I remember he scored a goal in the cup final and against. It might have been Hibs or something. Sorry. Oh, oh, thank you, man. Oh. Ridiculous, yeah. Joe. Uh, you know, I, I, I do say that to people with all due respect. You play for brilliant clubs, mm. you know, Spurs, Arsenal, Lazio, massive clubs. Mm. I, I think we get the best of him. Mm. I think that's where he produced his best football. Mm. I mean, that's because he was happy. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's why. I'm not sure that question, uh, uh, although I totally understand it, that's why it's a little bit different to ask mm. somebody at Rangers because like, I think that's where he was at his happiest yeah. and we saw yeah. it his best. You saw yeah. that, that mm-hmm. side of him, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I want to talk uh, about with you, Ali, as well, is your co-commentary as well. You've become oh, yeah. something of, of a co-figure. Linz, what I tell every day, I said, lads ring me, who have we got on? I said, Ali. And all of them, to a man, love your co-commentary. said, oh, he needs to be on every game they absolutely love it it's everyone good. just wants to watch yeah. every game with you Ali yeah. I think definitely do you enjoy it as much as we enjoy listening I love to it you? Yeah. I absolutely love it and I think that's hopefully one of the things that comes across because you know I, I think the best thing the best thing in the world is playing football yeah. by 100 miles right yeah. that's the best thing everything else is nearly as good yeah. management and coaching's nearly as good yeah. not as good as playing yeah, yeah. and then after that it's watching and, and commenting yeah, yeah. and going to the games yeah. it's, it's, it's great you know and I, um, I really enjoy it and, and I think that's maybe the way it comes across it because does, yeah. the guys that listen yourselves that listen yeah. you want to be you want to hear somebody enjoy it you want to hear yeah, somebody yeah, excited yeah. by it you want to hear somebody hopefully with a little bit of knowledge that knows what they're talking about and yeah. can give you some information but at the same time you've, you've got to be happy in yeah. what you're doing it does. You should be knowledgeable at the same time, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. And you really pay attention as well to the places you are and the, and the cities oh, you're in as well, which I love. You're like a bit of a, a oh, lonely planet guide oh, as well. Honestly, it was great. Russia. Joe, yeah. what a trip, man. What a trip. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the boys, and I get it, like right here and, and, and Al Sheer and a lot of the boys, they, were, they had a base in Moscow yeah. and that was it. Yeah. Because that's where most of the games were. Yeah. But I had the option to go a few of the places. Yeah. Oh, man, it was tremendous, man. Moscow with a base in Moscow, but yeah. we're going to St. Petersburg and. Nizhny Novgorod, for example. Yeah, what yeah. chance am I going to get going yeah. to Nizhny Novgorod? Which was an amazing place. Yeah. You know, which, like 20 miles outside Nizhny Novgorod used to be their, their chemical weapons yeah. place and their space place and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And then we go down to Sochi and yeah. Samara. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was just fantastic. I mean, Russia, the best, listen, the best times to go to these places and probably the safest times to go to these places are when major tournaments are on, whether yeah. it's Olympics or... Euros or indeed yeah. the World Cup but no uh, John Champion and I we used to go you know we'd go to wee trips and all that stuff before the game you know with Stalin Satchi you know yeah. you would, would go and visit his where the you take his, your little travel guide and probably, like ah, it's brilliant isn't it we Great should fun. get him his own travel yeah, yeah obviously I'm up for that, that, that. I'd, I'd, I'd love that, that. I told, told Terry I said the only job I want to do apart from what I'm doing I'd love to do the old um what was the one back in the day? Wish you were here. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I you the jammers, man. I used to sit and watch that as well, man. Wasn't it magic? Oh, oh mate, imagine that. Brilliant. That was yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I like to go and have a look around. One, even, 
even when I do the, the Prem games, whatever city I go to, if I stay overnight like Newcastle, I go for a run. Yeah. And like for about an hour, I just go all around the city. I don't get far, but I'll have a little look around. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's one of the best to see yeah. city, isn't but it? The fact yeah. is, whenever I get the chance to do it, really, as players, because yeah. when you're a player, you're in yeah. a hotel, training ground, yeah. stadium, back. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Been around the world and not seen nothing. Right, Ali, if you're still speaking to us. Well, we heard yours. <laughs> uh, we're going to get your predictions before you go, if that's all right. You can't do any worse than Joe, because... Uh... You've not been good, mate. Well, you went, actually, you went 3-0 England, didn't you, last Did week? Okay, or was yeah. it 2-0? No, you went 2-0, I yeah, think. Yeah, I got the result, right? 2-0. 2-0, yeah, 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 I got the result, right? I'm happy with that. Yeah. What was my other ones? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think you went North Macedonia as well, didn't Did you? Did I? Oh, God. Oh, right, Ali. Right. What's your prediction for Denmark-Belgium kicking off five o'clock on Thursday? <sighs> Difficult to go against Belgium, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Lukaku, great start to the tournament. But you obviously we know what happened with the Denmark um, situation. It's a game they've got, they've, you think they've mm. got to take something from, but I don't see it happening. Mind you, I think it's another kind of comfortable result for, for Belgium. Mm. I can see a couple of goals in it, whether it's 2 nothing or 3-1. Yeah, Lukaku looks on fire, doesn't he? Does. He does. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ali on that one. I can't see... Anything other than a Belgian win, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, two one. I'll go. Maybe a bit tighter, but I fancy Belgium. Okay. Well, of course, at the Euros, every match matters with Coral as well. So, Ali, what are your predictions for Sweden against Slovakia on Friday afternoon? That's a good game. Tell you, Joe, it's a good yeah. game. I mean, Sweden got outplayed, as we say, against Spain. But yeah, boy up front, they've got. Look, they look all right. A typical Sweden, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Organised, difficult to break down. Slovakia, I was impressed with. Yeah. Got to tell you, they didn't play with uh, didn't play with centre forward. Yeah, yeah. played Hamzik. Boy Duda, who was at Norwich, he was tremendous. Yeah, by yeah, the way, he was good. Yeah. He was tremendous. And it was Robert might get the goal. It's a tough one to call. Yeah. It really is. But I'm, I'm I'm going to go with Sweden in this one, and I think Sweden could win that one two one. Yeah, Joe. I'm going to go with Slovakia. I've got a bee in my bonnet about Sweden. I watched a Spain Sweden game, and like I know, I understand why they played like they did, but like it was just so negative. I know mm. they created two chances, and they could argue they won the one, but Spain which I think was, well, I've been underwhelmed by Spain for a, few, for a while now, but they still create eight or nine great, glorious chances. So if you're going to defend like that, <clears> as far as I'm concerned, if I, get, if I was to play with 11 international players with very decent players for Sweden, and I'm, I'm playing like that, and I'm still, Spain should have scored, Koke should have scored two, three. Yeah. Like, I, I, think, I think Sweden might end up going out. So I'm going to, I'm going to back Slovakia. I'm like with Ali on that one. I think Slovakia were excellent. And the big one, Ali, finally, England against Scotland, 8 o'clock, Wembley on Friday. Well, oh, I know where for? it is and I know what time it is, Lindsay, just in case you thought I forgot. I'm just going to turn up and avoid this 4 nil <laughs> 4 nil drubbing that we're getting. Anyway, Five. I have to be, I, I mean, I'm a half fool kind of guy, as you, that's spelt with a U, and I think, I honestly think we can get some from the game. I really do. We're going to have, got a lot of things are going to have to go our way. I get it. We're going to have to be lucky. Goalkeeper's going to have to play well. We're going to have to defend well. Going to have to be really, really organised. But listen, we've got to go there and, and, and believe we can do it. We have to believe we can do it. I can see us taking the lead. I'm not sure we can keep it. But I'm going to take a one each draw, a one all draw. England one, Scotland one. There is my prediction. England have got to deal with the pressure. There's a lot of pressure on this one because the country expects them to win it. Yeah, I don't think these. I don't think these group of players are going to have that mindset. I think they can't wait for this game. The England players. Um, I think England are going to win 2-1. I think Scotland will be 
admirable and I think they'll be so unlucky to go out of this tournament because I think they'll they perform well against the Czechs I think they'll they'll turn up they'll be organised I know Steve Clark well from the Chelsea days and he's a he's a fantastic coach I think they've got a talented squad but I just think it's England it's England's time I mean I'm I'm a half full guy yeah. as well and I think it's England. I'm going to go 2-1 England um, yeah 2-1 England Okay, well, Belgium 5-1 to one to beat Denmark, 1-0 with Coral. You can back Slovakia at 4-1 to beat Sweden. Scotland 9-1 to one to beat England, Ali. And Coral will give you odds of 7-1 to one if you think Southgate side will beat Scotland 3-0. Enjoy the game, Ali. Thanks so much for Great coming Great to see you. On. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I'm probably going to end up with egg on my face on Friday night. You know, I hope you take us the right way. I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, thanks as thanks, always. Please. Lovely to see you. Remember to find us on Saturday on the Joe YouTube channel channel or wherever you find your podcast for all the reaction and analysis with me and joe after england and scotland you've been listening to the all to play for podcast brought to you with joe and coral you've been listening to all to play for brought to you by joe and coral